Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Curb Appeal. As always, I'm Mike Goldsby, and of course my lovely assistant, Rach. Rach, how are we doing I'm this week? I'm lovely assistant. I'm good. A lovely, I know, I don't know why I said assistant. I know, I don't know why I said assistant. I didn't mean it like that. But I would... I, co-host is what I usually said. Assistant, yeah, I'm going to pull a bunny out of a hat, but... As long as it's a cute furry white one. Yeah. Okay well, we were off last week, so we've we've yeah. uh, we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. It's been yeah. weird. Uh, you were you were sick, right? Last week is that what? Yeah, yeah. not feeling. Everybody was sick the week before. Yeah, I was here and we did the show. Yeah, and I, so I'm fully blaming it on you. <laughs> well, the but we did the show. I was here and I know, and, and then I, I was got sick. sick. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You gave me your germs. See, I at least did the show when I was sick, though. <laughs> I also have an hour drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couple big weekends in racing uh, to talk about. Well, of course, we've got to go back and talk about the last big event that we had discussed was the Gym 4 Classic weekend at Fremont Speedway um, that, of course, raced Friday and Saturday night. The big winners coming home that weekend, Tim Schaefer picking up the 410 win, which was probably one of the best moves I've seen here this season um, when he passed going three <laughs> wide, was coming out of two. Insane. Oh, that, that was probably one of the coolest moves I've ever seen here in that uh, I think the whole crowd went wild on that one. So that was then. There's there's video on Facebook too. Dylan yes. Dylan got video of that. So if you check out the highlight on Fremont Speedway from that weekend, um, make sure you take a look at that video because it's probably Tim Schaefer doing one of the coolest moves I've ever seen. Splitting the leaders right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Coming out, out of, of two. Out out of four. Two. It was, was right it over two? here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was right over here. Lost. So yeah, it was uh, it was cool. They they, they did it. That was a that was an awesome race. And then Paul Weaver um, picking up a three hundred five that night or the three hundred five win that night. Saturday was the big event, of course. Beautiful weather all weekend too. We got super lucky. Um, beautiful, nice and warm, sun shining. Um, Byron Reed. Uh, Byron's got a lot of laps around here, and uh, he picked up a ten thousand dollar to win Jim Four Classic win. That was his first ever Jim Four yep. Classic. So that was or first Jim Four Classic win. So. Definitely a, a race to add on to uh, an already really successful career. Add that on to his uh, his list of wins. So it was really cool to see some of the invaders that came in. Aaron Reitzel came in mm-hmm. from Texas. Um, Jeff Swindell came out mm-hmm. to race. He yeah he was in the Pete Grove seventy car, but he still came here yeah. to race with us. No, there were there were some drivers that we don't really ever see uh-huh. here. So it was it was awesome to see some of them come out. And I a couple people saw and, and I made some comments. Well, it's a typical weekend at Fremont. Paul Weaver winning, Byron <laughs> Reed, and it's like you know it, it is. But at the same time, it's like. Byron is is in my book one of the best drivers yeah. in the country, and yeah. you know he he goes to a lot of these tracks, and you know you, you can't blame him because he runs here weekly. Yeah. of course he's going to be good here. Yeah, you know you got these guys that come in that are are great drivers, but you know Byron's put himself in in a, a whole other category outside of other others. So, um, of you know, congrats to him and his team, and of course, like I mentioned, Paul Weaver, pick uh, you know getting out the broom that weekend, picking one Friday and Saturday night. Um, I know we do want to mention the last thing about the Gym 4 class before we put that to bed for the another year. Uh, thanks to John Horn with JL, JLH um, because they put a lot of money um, and yes. added, added for the weekend. So um, John is a, is a huge, huge supporter of uh, racing in pretty much the entire state. You know, he does a lot um, with several different air drivers, and, and he's just he's just a great guy. And so we really appreciate it. And I know the drivers appreciated all the extra money that was on the line Um I don't remember the exact amount. I, I wasn't it. I, there were quite. It was quite a bit to even beat a quick qualifier. 
Uh, on oh, quick qualifier ended up being what eight or nine hundred dollars. Yeah, I was, after I was everything? thinking I was thinking eight hundred with the yeah. extra money that was added. So um, yeah, I mean just eight hundred dollars just to just to just to do that. So which was Be- awesome yeah, to see. We had what what is that DKW Transport right? Y- yep. And they put up the big money, and then John Horn added, and then a couple f- fans added. Mm-hmm. So it just it just kept going and going and going and which was really cool. Also, congratulations to I don't know if I can say this without giggling. The red, white, and blue balls for winning the Battle at the Speedway yep, again did. this year. So their charity choice was the Purple Heart House mm-hmm. in Fremont. And so all of the charity money, all of the um, silent auction and live auction and all of that, that money now goes to that charity. So congratulations and thank you to the Red, White, and Blue Balls. Yep, that was, uh, that was another fun event. And I know we talked a lot, I talked quite a bit about that the last um, curb appeal that we did. Um, but that was a great event. It was just a great weekend. I had, I had no complaints. Everything uh-huh. was, that was probably one of the best Jim Fords that we've had here. And um I, I just uh, double checked here. Uh, Cole Duncan actually. Cole is the one that picked up the quick qualifier for um, Saturday night, so he took home all the extra money. Cole, who we had on the last. <clears throat> yes. The last. Yep. So awesome, uh, awesome to see him, him doing well and uh, to pick up that quick qualifier, taking home the extra money that night. But that pretty much puts the Gym Four Classic um, to bed for another another season. Uh, we do want to discuss because the Friday night of that was the Fast on Dirt, the final points night for them. Um, as expected, uh, DJ Foose walked away with the 410 championship, $10,000 to win. Uh, he won that with a 55 point lead, um, ended up or winning it by 55 points over Chris Andrews. Third was the Brian Lay, fourth, the Tyler Gunn, fifth, the Dwayne Zablocki, sixth, the Sean Valeni, seventh, the Stuart Brubaker, eighth, the Byron Reed, ninth, the Jody Keegan. And that was Jody fi- Jody's, Jody's final season of racing after 19 years. And tenth to Dan McCarran, so that was the top ten in the uh, fast four ten points, and then the top ten final for the fast three hundred five points. Paul Weaver, as we had figured, was going to win that. Um, he won that with a hundred and sixty point lead over Nate Dussel. Uh, Kyle Cabadice was third, fourth to Seth Schneider, fifth to Kelsey Ivy, sixth to Jason Keckler, seventh Dustin Rawl, eighth to Landon Lalonde, ninth to Bobby Clark, and tenth to Tyler Street. So a little bit of changes there, actually, yeah. um, after that final night. We want to get a little bit farther because a little farther back in the pack as I look at how close some of these were. And, um, you know, I mean, every position matters, especially when the money that's getting paid out. So, um, you know, I had actually the opportunity to interview Tyler Street on the front stretch because he won a heat race yeah. that weekend. And he, I, I've never talked to him until then, and he just seems like such a nice guy. I, I, he just, he, he'd we need be, to get him on. We do, we do. Yeah, I think he'd be an interesting guy to talk to, and he was just a really, really nice kid to talk to. So, um, Tyler Street, if you're listening, hit us up on social media. <laughs> Congrats to Tyler and uh, all the fast guys on another successful year. That's just, that's been one of those series that's really grown. And I mean, I'm looking at the amount of drivers and even the drivers list that's on this, on uh, both the 305s and the 410s. It's unbelievable. And they're, and they're really, I mean, I'd put some of these guys up against, any of the uh, any of the big names in racing any day of the week because they they're just some of the some of the the, the most class drivers that just um, that they're they're just great great guys. So me and a couple friends on Twitter last week were talking about I don't I don't even remember how the conversation got started, but I had randomly said something about I would like to take the top five in points from Pennsylvania, like posse territory, the fast guys, 
Knoxville in California mm-hmm. and run a race with just those 20 cars. I'm sorry, but I would totally lay my money on on our guys. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to do that. I like that. Actually, I really like that concept a lot. Um, I don't know. Tell me where you're going to have it. That's not. We as... see, and that was the thing we were trying to come up with something that was that was somewhat centralized, yeah. but completely neutral territory. Because, like, our guys around here that do really well, you know, some of them don't have engines to go one and a half no, mile track. Exactly. That so, was one you point know, I brought up. You, you really probably couldn't do a, a big track. You'd have to no. find something that was smaller. But awesome, awesome concept. That'd be interesting the, to... Uh, and and I, the California guys worry me a little bit just because it's quite a haul. Um, I'd like to see, like... It'd be something that you could totally do. It'd take a lot of planning, but um, even like doing something like I, I know they talked about trying to do something like Ohio and PA guys. Yeah. Like at the end of the season, like this, when we get to this this point where a lot of the tracks have finished up their championships, yep. to start pointing, you know, pulling guys from different areas. You know, obviously, like even like the first weekend of October, like I would probably because obviously this is usually the um, the big race out at uh, Williams Grove this weekend, so. Um, you'd probably have to do it the following weekend, um, but yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting to uh, a little concept to look at. Yeah, that would we we were having we were having quite fun with that, and it rolled into you know my buddy Kyle Curry saying that you know they don't his brother Adam drives a sprint car, but they don't run from points; they just go wherever they mm-hmm. wherever the wind blows them, they <laughs> go that weekend. And he was like, how about I, I buy my way in? And so I was like, hey, you know, there's, there's a good idea. The last four spots have an auction and all the money goes to charity. Yeah. You buy your way in if you don't yeah, run that, points. That would be interesting. That would yeah. be interesting. Um, I do also want to mention Brian Brown. Um, also the, that weekend of the 15th, 16th, 17th. Speaking of Iowa. Uh, yeah, of course, speaking of Pennsylvania, Brian Brown picking up both of the All-Star wins over there that weekend. Um, he did win the Saturday and Sunday show, so congrats to Brian uh, for sweeping the weekend. Um, moving on after that weekend, we go la- to last weekend. Of course, the big event down there was Friday, um, or excuse me, Saturday night was the Four Crown down at Eldora. Uh, Brady Bacon, Brady picking up the uh, 410 win down there. Tyler Courtney with the Silver Crown win. CJ Leary, you got something? I was just going to say sunshine. I love Tyler Courtney. Oh, okay. <laughs> C.J. Leary with the non-wing win for the four crown, and then Spencer Baston picking up the midget win um, for them. Uh, congrats to Brady Bacon. He's one that I he, his seasons have kind of been up and down, and um, I yeah, it's that's awesome to see him pick up that win down there, uh, a big win too for him. Um, that was Saturday night, um, and then you go to. Um, or excuse me, that was Friday night. No, that was Saturday night. You skipped Tim Schaefer winning Friday night. That's right. I wanted to say I'm, I know, I know. I'm reading my paper here, and I got off. Um, so yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. So Saturday or Friday night was Tim Schaefer picking up the World of Outlaw win down there. Saturday yeah. was the Four Crown win, and then um, you also had on Saturday you had the Lernerville race. Yes. That's what I was looking for. That's what there I you was go. looking ahead at. Um, which was the Commonwealth Clash that was also World of Outlaw event, and David Gravel picking up that. Chris Andrews, Chris, one of our lo- one of the local guys that runs generally um, with the Fast Series, and then around here in the Fremont Attica, Attica area, track champion Attica this year. track champion this year, 2017 yep. Attica track champion. Uh, Chris Andrews went out to Lernerville with um, the 16 car in his uh, usual car. They went out and they finished 10th with the World of Outlaws. So congrats to them. Um, but as we, you just mentioned, and as we, we do want to talk about briefly, uh, Tim Schaefer, wow, what a season they've had. 
And we've discussed in previous episodes about how he's not running for points with any series this year. He doesn't have a set schedule. They run what they want to run whenever they want to run. And it's definitely, I mean, that's... He, they, it probably has to be one of his best seasons. I don't, I don't know his exact stats with his career, but it has to be one of the best seasons he's had. Um, Friday night, picking up the World of Outlaw win down at Eldora. Uh, go back a weekend, he picked up the Friday night win here for the Gym 4 Classic. And um, then you go, like I said, then Friday night, the following with World of Outlaws at Eldora. Saturday night, he finished, uh, he finished fifth, fifth with the World of Outlaws at Lernerville. So, I mean, just... Talk about an incredible couple of weeks there for him and that team. I mean, he's just... And he's such a fun driver to watch, too. I used to hate Tim Schaefer. Really? I, but let me tell You're you why. publicly let say me, that? Yeah, but let me tell well, you why. that's the end of our show. <laughs> because I, there's a funny story behind it. Opening when I, curb appeal. <laughs> when I first started going racing in 2010 with the ex-boyfriend, he's a huge Tim Schaefer fan. Oh, okay. Dale Blaney so won the first... So guilty by association. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> Dale Blaney won the very first race I ever went to, so I automatically became a Dale Blaney fan. And that was one of the numerous years that those two battled in all-star points mm-hmm. all year long. One weekend, one would win. The other weekend, the, the other would win. And I like to ha- to pretend there was this rivalry in my head between <laughs> Dale Blaney and Tim I Schaefer. I mean, I think a lot of people did. So I was like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't like him because, you know, I pick on the ex-boyfriend about it. I don't like your driver. <clears throat> my driver's better. And now I'm like... I love Tim Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having so much fun watching him this year. All right, all right. Well, you, you made up for what you just said there, because I thought our show was about to be over. No, I love Tim. We're, we're canceled by the network. <laughs> um, just a little bit more about the, the our recap before we look ahead. Uh, we do want to send out our congratulations to Andrew Palker for his win at uh, Wayne County uh, Saturday. And then um, I know we wanted to mention it was a pretty cool event they do um, for Friday night, which is the never won before race. Uh, where they pretty much the only rule for that race is you have never won a uh, sprint car race before. So, um, which is a pretty cool event. I've actually I didn't even really did that down there Wayne County, and uh, I give them props for that. I think they've only done it a couple years now. This might have been the second or third year they've okay. done it. I believe so that's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty neat event. That yeah. gives gives like you said. I mean, like one of those driver gets those drivers that you know maybe don't have as good a luck running with some of the weekly regulars and you know it, it gets uh gets things interesting I, i'm i can imagine especially having guys that have never won a race out there yeah. all trying to compete to win one i'm sure that makes things interesting so um and then the last thing we do want to mention um, oh wait clay Riney won so congratulations on your oh, yeah. very first win excuse clay. me clay Riney. <laughs> congrats to him on his first ever sprint car win down at wayne county so um, and then, of course, we do want to mention uh, the OSCS. They were here Friday night running with the Fast Series for the Gym 4 Classic weekend, and they finish up this coming weekend at Atomic. Yep. And Danny Smith is their current point leader. He's got a pretty stout lead over the rest of the field. So um, I don't know the exact figures. I know we said he had more than well than a 100-point lead, so I believe that pretty much wraps up the season for him and, uh, and, the, and that championship. The last they had updated their points on Facebook was August 27th, and as of then, it looked like about a 163-point lead over Nate Reeser. Okay. Did, uh, was Nate here for the, yeah. for, was he here that, yeah, okay, Nate all was right. here this weekend. There was so that much weekend. stuff going on, so much <laughs> stuff going on that, that weekend of the Jim Ford that I didn't even really get a chance to take a look at everybody that was here, but, um, that's all we have for the past two weekends. It was quite a bit there, but we had quite a bit to talk about, um, 
crazy part is we are at September 27th. Um, everybody's winding down pretty quick. Uh, and I do believe you've got the list of the upcoming uh, races that we need to talk about. All two of them in Ohio. Well, all two sprint car races mm-hmm. in Ohio. Anyway, Saturday night, the Boss Sprints invade Fremont Speedway. Um, I love the Boss guy. I like, I, I like non-wings. I've said it before. I tend to prefer to go to Indiana for non-wings just because that's kind of like the home of the non-wings. But if I watch non-wings in Ohio, I'm totally okay with watching them at Fremont. This is the 33-lap Mike Hensel Memorial Race, and they usually average 45 to 50 cars. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the boss races at Fremont are kind of a big deal. And... There, I, I'm gonna correct no, you there. No there, I, I think the boss races are kind of a big deal anywhere because. They, oh yeah, yeah. They, no, and, I and when I and that. when I say yeah. that, when I say that is just because looking at the total numbers that they bring in compared yeah. to any other yeah. series, they have I what I would imagine is the best traveled series because they consistently have, you know, they don't run a lot of races. No. But the races that they do run, there's you know points on the line, so you know they've got a lot of stuff going for them, and um. You and know, I like the way that Aaron Fry does the schedule, like it's. Mm-hmm what I see an hour and within I, he, an hour of the Ohio borders. Yes. So yep. they're not stuck at the same racetracks every weekend. Cause you nope. know, you're limited in Ohio. Yes, I get it's Buckeye outlaw sprint series. Okay. I understand that. But when you're trying to run something with 25 to 30 races and you've only got a limited amount of racetracks in Ohio, it's okay to venture out. And so I like the fact that they'll go within an hour of the borders of Ohio because it gets these guys out and they get a little more experience. And that way, if some of these guys, you know, in a couple of years get some travel under their belt and they want to go USAC, go USAC. I mean, well, the, um, that, 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 I don't know. I don't, the thing is, like, I get the USAC, I get the USAC non-wing thing. I totally get that. But what the, the, the premise that Andrew or that when, when Aaron Fry started this series, was to consider it the working man series. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. why he only yeah. schedules 18 races a season. Yeah. You talk about him not going to a lot of the same tracks. He, there was three tracks that he goes to twice a year yeah. that I, I noticed um, looking at their schedule. And, you know, it was that. And that was one thing. I saw somebody comment about them, about make about um, them being the Buckeye Sprint, you know, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Car Series, but they go outside the state of Ohio, you know, the Buckeye State. And they've done that since the original start yeah. of the series. So that's not something that's, you know, new or anything like that. They've always done that. And, um, you know, the cool thing with them is they just, it's its always usually a very, very well-ran show with them. They Their drivers are usually very clean. You know, they're some of the nicest guys you can meet in the pits. And, you know, it's, it's yes, when they come here for the Mike Hunson Memorial, I, I think with the money that's on the line and for as big of a, a race as it is, and it's usually, you know, it's one of their points races, that's what brings in such a big amount of, you know, drivers every season. And, and there's a lot of people that are coming for this event, too, yeah. that I've seen. Drivers and fans from all over that are coming. This is one of the one of the, the marquee events for the season um, in the area. So, you know, there's I, I know not everybody is as keen to non-wing racing around here, um, but some of the best boss racing, or some of the best racing that I've watched has been non-wing yeah. the past yeah. couple of years, especially yeah. with the boss guys. 
So um, I do want to touch briefly, as I forgot to mention earlier, um, just a quick rundown because they only have one race left, speaking of the boss, for their points, which is this coming Saturday. This wraps up their season, and uh, their points battle has been insane all season long. Uh, Dustin Smith currently leads their points, um, but he only has a 66-point lead over Michael Fischer. Um, third right now is Justin Owen, fourth Chad Wilson, fifth to Steve Little, sixth to Paul Dew, seventh Aaron Middaw, eighth Matt Cooley, ninth Cody Gardner, and rounding out the top ten for the Boss Series is Joe Butera. So, I mean, there's just a lot of those drivers. It, it's some, it, they, they've consistently, I don't know the exact stat, but I know they've had uh, a several, several different different winners this season. So, um, um, Can I just mention, slight side note, that Dustin Smith's car is one of my all-time favorite color schemes ever. That throwback golf car is amazing, and I really hope he has T-shirts left because I'm buying <laughs> one this weekend. Because that car is absolutely... If you haven't seen the Dustin... It's the 77, mm-hmm. the golf car. Google it. It's gorgeous. Just putting that out there. <laughs> um. So, you know, just talking about, you know, those boss guys. I mean, they, we're looking forward... To, uh, that's going to be an awesome race to watch at Fremont this oh, coming yeah. weekend. Um, if you don't have any plans, I definitely definitely recommend coming up here for that show because that's uh, or coming up north here because it's going to be an awesome race. Um, but uh, I, I know you've got a, a few other few other tracks and a few events that are coming up this yeah. weekend. Um, Saturday night also is the OSCS um, points finale at Atomic. It's a four thousand dollar to win for the four ten wings down there right now oh we were talking about danny smith having the mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. the point lead so. so you know there's no four tens at fremont speedway this weekend um i'd be interested to see what um how many of those drivers go down the local drivers from up north go down south i mean it's four thousand to win that's a pretty good payday for them well i saw dan mccarran there is um berlin up in michigan mm-hmm. is putting now it's from my understanding of it, it's Berlin is an asphalt track, and like once a year maybe they put dirt down, and they're putting dirt down for this weekend. So Dan McCarran had put out a tweet and something on Facebook this afternoon about any of the four ten guys. If you're interested, come that way. Hmm. That'll be interesting. So we'll see, and I believe that was a sprints on dirt race. Okay, well, good for them. That's I, you know I've wanted to make it up for a sod race the uh, past too. couple of seasons, and I haven't. But um, I know Byron Reed. He said that they were done after. That night, or after the Jim Ford, he announced it during you know, that interview, said they were done for the season. So uh, we won't see that team back out, but um, hopefully, yeah. So some of our, some of the fast guys and some of our local 410 guys go down and race down there with them, um, as well as Atomic and OSCS supports us up north here. Yeah. And, you know, we've got there's a great working relationship between the fast and and OSCS. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, some of our guys will go down and support them as well. And like I said, four thousand to win, it's a great payday for them. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and. Um, the big national event for the weekend, of course, I'm sure everybody knows by now, is the Williams Grove World of Outlaw National Open. Oh, which I'm sad that I'm missing. <laughs> oh, well, this is I like mean, the first time in like six years oh, I haven't been out for the National Open. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you've you can it rate they race tomorrow, so no, I, I have to work. I have stupid what is, job. What's work? I Jeez. I wish I could say that. Just live in your car. Yeah. So, um, national big national open Thursday night of national open. They are have running the makeup feature from the rained out summer nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, I do believe that is a full program for tomorrow plus the makeup feature, mm-hmm. and then Friday and Saturday night, which you can catch on 
live on Dirt Version, Dirt Vision, because my friend Ross will be out there eating Bricker's French fries, which I'm kind of still salty I about. Saw, I saw you. That's actually clever. You're salty about French, the French fry <laughs> situation, but um, I uh, yeah, I saw your little Twitter feed feud with Ross Weiss and. And uh, the open red guys. So. Well, Ross, I'd just like to say that you might be eating Bricker's French fries, but here on Curb Appeal, we share the duties of opening the show. <laughs> so you can tell Justin I said that. <laughs> we we have we show a lot of support and love for the guys with uh, open red. I, yeah. They they as the world of outlaws that they do it the best, and uh, and they did the same thing with those guys too. They've got one of the best podcasts out there. So if you're looking to if you have looking to hear a good racing podcast after you're done listening to this one, you can go check out this week's weekly episode of Open Red with my friend Calvin. Yes, Calvin Knapp was on this yes, past week. So. Calvin was on this week. Awesome, awesome for them. Uh, and that's the cool thing about them is you know, and as we've tried to do here with Curb Appeal, is getting a diverse group of drivers yeah. on. Um, you know, some some drivers that you might not hear a whole lot from and uh and so um Calvin doesn't that's a cool drive. thing to see What's Calvin that? doesn't drive no I know oh okay I was just talking about how they <laughs> oh, get a okay. wide, yeah I didn't mean to say drivers I just meant to say that they get people. a wide variety yes people yeah. excuse me wide variety of people on yeah. the show so um very cool to see but that's unfortunately and I say unfortunately because <sighs> the season's pretty much winding down but I believe oh. that's all we have for the weekend recap um, we, and looking ahead yeah we'd like to just send out some get well soon wishes mm-hmm. to a few mm-hmm. of the drivers who have been injured recently um boss driver Carmen Perigo was at Path Valley for mm-hmm. a night it was not a boss race it was just a non-wing race he was injured a few weeks ago and then Saturday night at Eldora Tyler Esch Took a nasty tumble. The last update I saw on him was cracked vertebrae. There's some bleeding on the brain, but he was released to be airlifted home. So he has been airlifted back to Pennsylvania. So our our thoughts and prayers going out to Tyler. And then Rico Abreu also got a nasty crash. And um, Patrick Burns. So we're thinking about you guys. We hope you guys all have speedy recoveries and get well soon. And we hope we see all of you next season, since this season's winding down anyway. Yeah, it was. It was. I feel like it went really quick. I, it did. I feel like this flew. summer flew by. But um, regardless, uh, still got a couple of big events left. You've got uh, obviously the National Open up North out at Williams Grove this coming weekend. You have the Mike Council Memorial at Fremont Speedway this weekend. Um, and then the Atomic Championship or the OSCS Championship down at Atomic yep. four thousand dollars to win. So there's still several races going on all over the state and uh, and close by in this region. So if you don't, you know, and last I checked, outside of Friday, um, weather looks perfect and it finally is cooling down a little bit. I was Thank a little goodness. over the heat, so I'm totally looking forward to this weekend. Um, it's going to be nice and cool out as is expected. Um, so, uh, but I believe that's all we have this week, right? I think so. Alrighty, race fans. Well, make sure you check us out on <laughs> on the Twitter. Um, you can follow us at Curb Appeal PC, or um, if you'd like to follow myself, my name is at M underscore Goldsby, or you also do have... Me. You can follow me, Rachel, at DirtGirl83. It's D-I-R-R-T-G-I-R-R-L 83. And yeah, hit us up. You know, we're kind of... Um, speaking of social media... The winner for us is going to be real fun to come up with topics to talk about. 
So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it out there. If you guys have a driver you want us to talk to from Ohio, or even if it's somebody outside of Ohio that races here on a regular basis, if you guys have a hot topic you want us to talk about and get our opinion on, um, get let us know. Like, hit us up because, you know, we want you guys involved in this as much as we're involved in it. So Yeah, we, uh, you know, when we come into this, we weren't quite sure what to expect, but um, looking ahead, obviously things are going to quickly wind down with the race season um, all over the country. So we're going to end up dropping down after next week, going down to uh, one show every two weeks. Yep. Um, but uh, we've got, that'll kind of give us some time to get a couple extra drivers and get some extra interviews on and uh, get things going here. So, and uh, hopefully try to, try to help make the the long off season not so long so no it's gonna be long yeah no it'll be uh <laughs> stop i just said the not hopefully the not so long and you're like yeah it's gonna be long. no it's gonna be long like i'm not gonna Jeez. lie about it i'm not gonna sugarcoat it it's gonna be the longest like april it needs to be here already already race fans <laughs> well there's plenty of still racing left this season coming up so make sure you get out and about check out this weekend um and like i said make sure you follow us on social media but until next time this has been curb appeal and you'll have a great rest of your week Go out and support your local sponsors. Have a good night, guys.